Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Welcome to the podcast with Franz Gag. <laughs> what, what team doesn't want their mum talking about their birthing stories? On air. She said, you turn to your husband and you let out this stream of expletives, of words that ladies shouldn't really say. He doesn't believe in use by dates. Ah. Yeah. He doesn't believe in uh, proper refrigeration. I know. Look at your I know. How he's not dead. Hello. And welcome to the Flawsome Mum Podcast. Believe it or not, they're letting us back to do episode three. Which means that we didn't offend or get arrested after episode two. As you know, we're doing parenting stories we're not proud of. My name is Frances Sheen and this is Amy Sinclair. Hello. And between us, we have five children. Not together, although, Fran, say the word. You're right, And we are late life lesbians. Why not? Lovers for life. Uh, Our kids range in ages from nearly 19 19, yep. To eight. Eight. Um, and they also range in the amount of material they give us to work We've with. got a good 6,000 podcasts in here, I reckon. I reckon. Uh, if you want to follow the Flawsome Mum, uh, you can follow her on facebook.com, uh, whatever that slashy thing is. Slash. Uh, Slash. The Flawsome Mum. And we've got more than 100,000 uh, followers of people who are probably just like us get through life one, barely, one with, gin at a time. With the Goodwill of wine and chocolate to get us through. coffee. So as I said, we did embarrassing parenting stories we're not proud of. Dennis keeps shouting at me inwardly because I'm not on on the mic. Okay. And uh, so now we're heading into embarrassing husbands in brackets birth stories. Everyone apparently loves a birth story. Well, we have some. Amy also has a husband who literally could fill a book on embarrassing things he says or does on a daily basis. Or just unbelievable things. He doesn't really wear clothes. No, he's he's nude a lot. Not a lot of the time. But definitely shirtless. Um, There was a great time that I put a picture of it on Instagram of Jimmy with my daughter and they were doing like a, a dance move. But the way that it was kind of cropped, and I, I'm so used to it now, I didn't even notice, it looked like he had no clothes on um, because he was wearing sort of Speedos and my daughter was kind of covering that up. And Fran replied and said, is Jimmy nude? And could have been. my mother rang me and I swear <laughs> to God she couldn't talk for a good 10 minutes. She was like, oh, oh, he does look nude. Jimmy really is always nude. Nude Jimmy. Nude Jimmy. And always saying, my God. My God. My After. God. So start this off, Amy. All right, let's With do- a my God special from Jimmy. Well, should we go straight into birthing stories, Franny? Mm-hmm. Well, Jimmy, so I've got three kids. My first one, uh, it, it was Max. and He's going to love this. He's 19 years of age what, and his mum is doing a podcast. Does, what, what not teen doesn't want their mum talking about <laughs> their birthing stories? <laughs> On air. I have no idea. I don't know. I know. He's, he's a lesser man if he if he doesn't listen to this right now and tell all his friends. He'll be I'm in. sure he's gonna share it on Facebook. Yeah, hey sure guys, he listen to my mum. <laughs> Lols. I don't think nineteen year olds use Facebook. I nearly swore or, then and changed no, my mind. No, he does because he does it for all his group chats. Oh guys, Fortnite. 
and um, vodka, legal, legal and legends. schoolies. And no, my son doesn't drink or party. Your son's or nineteen. Go out. He drinks. He parties. Doesn't he goes out. I actually, I saw on the other day that he's, I don't know, Snapchat name or one of them is Goon Lord. I was like, oh, Maxie, I've never been so proud. <laughs> and I said, why do they call you Goon Lord? And he said, oh, because I drank a whole uh, bag of goon at a party once. I was like, that's my boy. <laughs> Some mums might not be that proud of that, but hats well, off you to know. you. And one day he came Celebrate in. the wins as they yeah, come, Yeah, one right? day he came in, he was pretty hungover. And I said, um, how are you feeling? He said, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty dusty, but I've got to go to another party tonight. And I said... Max, if I can give you any advice in life, it's how to back up after oh, a big night. I can't back up, as we all you, know. No, terrible, terrible. Literally a coma. A mess. mess. Yeah. Anyway. Enough about us. What do you think? Um, um, so, Jimmy, so when I had Max, we were, we were quite – I was we – were, we were quite young um, and – Because I'm only 28 now. <laughs> Obviously, I'm only 28 now and Max is uh, 19. Oh, oh, it's a bit – ooh. <laughs> I think that's illegal. It's creepy. <laughs> Thirty-five, yeah, thirty-eight. Uh, anyway, yeah. but um, you know what? No one really prepares you for when you give birth is the amount of. I know this is pretty gross, but the amount of blood and how icky it can be, and certainly no one did with us. And I Jimmy, have you know flashing red lights in my head right now, wondering where this is going to go. But anyway, well, Jimmy just is really bad with any like you know with anyone falling any sort of scrape, any side of blood. He just is really bad. Did my God, my God. So. It just got to the point. It was a very quick labour. No, no drugs. Not through choice. Trust me. You know, I'll take whatever someone can give me at any given point in my life. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. words for a mother to express on air. Well done. Yeah. I wasn't really one for a birthing plan, Fran. Or <laughs> just rocked up to the hospital. Rocked up. Yeah, let's have this baby. Anyway, um, so I hadn't had any drugs because it all it was all happening very, very fast, and the baby was coming out. And Jimmy just did not cope. And at one point he was in the corner of the birthing room with his back to me, with his head between his knees, just taking these deep breaths. And the midwife was screaming, for God's sake, Jimmy, <laughs> do something, would you? Just do something. And he was like, I can't. I just can't. Was he? Did he actually watch Max appear into the world? I don't think so. He wasn't. He didn't cope. And then when they said to him, do you want to cut the umbilical cord? Well, He's I think God, he no. threw up. My God. I can actually top that. Mm. Um, I don't right. like to be a story topper because I'm, I've only got three Get stories in, in my entire life <laughs> that I tell over and over again. But my, uh, I had my first child, Ruby, as you know, mm. absolutely fine, textbook, no problems at all. Then a few years later I had Ivy and um, my husband Tom was in the birthing suite with me and uh, his side of the story is that when I had the epidural, they spray and he was facing me, they sprayed my back with whatever they spray vodka. your back with, vodka, <laughs> knee alcohol, whatever the it is, and it went, he breathed it in. Oh. And so he says that sent him a bit like lightheaded. So I was at the point where I was pushing um, Ivy. Beautiful and experience. I looked at him and he was deathly pale. Mm. And he went down like that. Boom. So sack of potatoes. Somebody, sack of potatoes. Somebody in that room then whacked the red button on the side of the wall. We are a code blue, code blue. Which I presume means... 
get every person you can Specialist find. in the world. A cast here. of thousands yeah. comes running expecting to find this mother crying in some sort of state. I'm quite happy just lying there pointing down to my husband who's on the floor. So they managed to get him up. They put him in a chair. They get him a cup of sweet tea, which is very nice for him. I'm still, you know, getting all these contractions. About 10 minutes later, uh, he says, no, no, I feel fine. Everything's great. It's all good. Back in the game. So the contractions start going again and it's really getting to crunch time now. And there was a little tiny Scottish midwife, probably my height. And I would be, I'd say, five... True. Five, five eleven. Being generous. Five, yeah, eleven. five eleven. That's well. That's what Victoria's Secret said. That's yeah. That's what, so my modelling card. <laughs> and um, and uh, I start to push, and I look at him again, and he's deathly pale. And not only does he go down like a sack of spuds, but he takes little midget. Oh, uh, not say that little Ooh. little mini <laughs> midwife lady with him. So he goes down and she goes down. He body slams the midwife. Slams the Amazing. midwife on the floor. And so they then say, because Ivy is literally coming out, Tom, don't get up. Don't get up. And then the Scottish midwife is on the floor too. She can't get up because he's kind of just out. But Tom kind of keeps coming around and keeps trying to put his hands on the side of the bed and claw his way up. So the other midwife, who's this side, the other side of me, just kicks says to me, no, no, says to me, you need to stop your husband getting up. We need to get this baby out. So, and she said, up until this point, I thought you were a really nice girl. I thought you were really, you know, we had good chats or whatever. She said, you turn to your husband and you let out this stream of expletives uh. of words that ladies shouldn't really say. Mm. I'm not going to elaborate. And told him to stay exactly where he was and he wasn't going to ruin this moment for anybody. Mm. And um, he did. I ended up cutting Ivy's cord. Uh, My obstetrician eventually arrived. I think he was on the golf course for six hours. Eventually wandered in to find Tom in the corner being wrapped in blankets with three nurses giving him cups of tea. Me sitting there perfectly fine on my own with a newborn baby. Mm. And Tom was the star of my birth to Ivy rather than Ivy or me. It just becomes about them. Like when I had... Gus, my last one, it was a long labour. It was a long, horrible, long, annoying labour. And I uh, was just – just he got stuck and it just went on and on and on. Well, Jimmy just got a bit bored, didn't he? And he said <laughs> – <laughs> he said, you know what I've been meaning to do for ages now? Set up a Facebook account. I'm, I'm going to use the time wisely <laughs> and set up my Facebook account. And I'm like – I am hating life here. I am 12 hours into this really, really crap labour. <laughs> I'm not loving life and you're worrying about your Facebook. He goes, what do you want me to do? I'm not going to, you know, there's nothing else I can do. Well, you should have heard him. When they say about, what do they mean? Do they mean <laughs> like about me? Do they mean like what about what my account's going to be about? And the midwife Jimmy, is like, Jimmy, the midwife Jimmy. wound up sitting down with him Going through her, showing what she has on her Facebook, helping her out. (laughs) It it was, you know, exactly the sort of beautiful beautiful moment that you wanted when you imagined giving birth. But with Queenie's one, this is my favourite one. Yeah, it was uh, another story altogether where – so he – 
obviously he knew what to expect with Queenie, the, my daughter, who was in the middle. And um, this birth, again, was really, really hard and like, – really quick, sorry, is what I meant. And it just came on hard and fast and was really quick. The doctor, her suite was only a couple of blocks away and she only made it for when the baby was just coming out. But Jimmy, he knew exactly what was to come and he was very prepared and he was very relaxed. And at one point – the, the baby's coming out, everyone's standing over and he's standing there with a latte in his hand <laughs> just going, it is so much easier this time, isn't it? Look at you. This is just a piece of absolute cake. Look at you. Oh, my God, you barely even got a sweat up. And my doctor said to me the next day, she said, I don't know how you didn't lean up and smack him across the mouth. And I said, oh, I know. And she said, no, seriously, the head's crowning with no drugs and he's sipping on his latte talking about how easy it is. She said it was – My God, Jimmy. She said you were a very, very patient, kind woman and that I am. And that's got you through the last 19 years of being a mother. Nearly – With a father such as Jimmy. Such such as Jimmy. Nearly, Nearly 20 years. Nearly 20 years of of parenting with Jimmy. Now, I don't think it's too far off the mark to suggest that maybe even though you and Jimmy technically have three children. This could go anywhere, this question, yeah. Maybe you feel like you are a single mother, perhaps with four children. I think that's a very, very, very... I'm very uh, perceptive. Very perceptive comment there. I, you know, there was a time where I asked Jimmy, um, you know, for, for... God's sake, Jimmy, can you help me uh, with the cleaning? And I said, I'm sick and tired of cleaning these bathrooms. You know, it's always these bathrooms, my job. These eight bathrooms we have in our uh, house. Well, our palace, yes. <laughs> A beautiful 14-bedroom palace. And um, he said, you know what, fine, I'll clean the bathrooms. So I'm like, you know, that's what you've got to do in life, you know. You've just got to really put your foot down every now and again. If I can give anyone some advice, no, don't, because what he did was I walked in halfway through, he's got the toilet brush and he's cleaning down. No, he He was. He had the toilet brush and he was cleaning down the shower cubicle. And I was like, what the hell are you doing? No, he was I swear on my life. And he was like, what? It's a brush, isn't it? And I said, that goes in the toilet. He was like... So did, did he redo it or did you redo it? Well, what are you? I don't mm, know. Jimmy, Jimmy, but this Jimmy. isn't this the thing. It's the same with kids. Mm. They do a really, really crap job. Yeah. So they never have to do it again. But but anyone would know. Even my nine-year-old would know that you don't use a toilet brush to clean a... Well, you would think. But, you know, they're not other things. I mean, he's very... Um, the thing with Jimmy is very, very... Uh, Frugal. We, well, the most thing that we, the, the, there we go. That's one way of putting frugal. It. Frugal. Uh, the, the thing we argue about Sorry. most in our house is actually food. You might be um, surprised to know mm. that. I call him the alley cat because he doesn't believe in use by dates. Ah, oh. yeah. He doesn't believe in uh, proper refrigeration. He. D- I know. It Look makes at me just, feel nauseous. No, I know. Just about How it. he's not dead is just. It's a, probably because he's got the stomach of a concrete elephant, and, that, and that's why I call him an alley yeah. cat. I said literally, you are like a cat that hasn't eaten for just going through bins, eating whatever you can mm. get your hands on. He does this thing. I call it the alley cat salad, where he'll get every single thing in the crisper. That I'm not going to lie. You know, I mean, I'm. You know, I'm not. Donna Hay, everything's not perfect. You you take off the first, you know, the, the carrots and the, the lettuce and there's a capsicum that's been there since 1982 that doesn't look too good. But Jimmy, well, his whole thing is if you chop it up finely enough, 
Oh, stop. <laughs> you don't know how. So do you eat these creations? No. Cause Does, do the kids eat it? No, well, no, thank God. My kids eat nothing. Did you hear that? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, they, he chops it up so finely you wouldn't know what's in it and he just puts enough salt, chilli and oh, vinegar on it and a bit of olive oil to mix it all up with and, and he loves it. The, wor- the, the biggest time that we would find – oh, the other day – I'm um and like he'll get a barbecue chook. Now you've never met met a man who can get so much flesh out of mm. one barbecue chook. You know, yeah. it's literally like you know a dinosaur fossil <laughs> <laughs> that's sitting in the art gallery. By the time he's done, it's just like a couple of ribs and a couple of bones that archaeologists dug up from <laughs> some ancient ruin. But uh, he, he just, you know, what he does, so he gets a barbecue chook, right? And, I, you know, I'm a good one, maybe two days out of a barbecue chook no. and I'm thinking it's a bit, you know, I'm yeah. not eating it. Yeah, day five, Jimmy's still going strong. He's, you know, powering through it. So last week he made a salad and he, uh, yeah, I will say, Jimmy, because I – yeah, but I, my, all you can my make children. a good salad out of mouldy vegetables. Like Who vegetables? doesn't? Yeah. You know, and French enough, no, I don't eat it, Fran. But, mm. but every night, and I don't know if other mums buy this, but I'm basically like a, a sous chef in my house that all the kids eat different foods because they're all delightfully fussy. If only I could swear. Short order on chef. This. That's yeah, that's are. me. And so by the time it gets to me, I, I literally will have a piece of toast because I can't be stuffed making myself anything. So when you say, like, what, like, how much effort are you putting? Is it like three different salads or is it like a spaghetti bolognese, yeah. a yeah, well, chicken so, and chips? Well, and my, a- my youngest has very sort of specific food um, issues, which are nothing that he can help. They're, he just eats very specific um, food, like has certain requirements. So that's, that's I'm not complaining about that. No, no one's having a go at Gus here. Poor old know? little Gus. He can't <laughs> help it. So that that's fine. But the other two, like, you know, and there's probably about four million. Actually, my, my son, but let's nut it down. My daughter is just a pain in the butt. Yeah. I could, she could eat something and then the next night I'll say, I'm going to make that again. She'll go, oh, yeah, I don't feel like that. She just requires something. <laughs> it's just very painful. So she will have a salad. She won't have the alley cat salad, but she will normally have a salad. Um, my... My eldest son doesn't really like salad. So I find myself basically cooking three meals. But Jimmy – so basically he made himself an alley cat salad. He had some chicken left over from the 15-day-old carcass <laughs> in the- – <laughs> They've been that in had, the desert. That had been bought in the quick sale down to six dollars to start off with, and the he, last one left on the rack because everybody else looked that, at that him someone had actually left left on the counter for some hours. But who cares? It's half price. Cole's picked it off up the floor, wiped the dust off, and put it on the thing. Jimmy bought it, and six days later, it's still going strong. He's taken some meat off. He's um, chopped it up, put it on a plate, put it in the microwave to heat up for his salad. And it's clearly forgotten about. Now, I didn't know, but the next day, I repeat, the next day, that afternoon I went to cook something, put something in the microwave, opened up. It was after school, so like 4 o'clock. Open up the microwave and I just get hit with this smell of sort of oh, like barbecue. Stop. No, it wasn't off. It just smelled like barbecue chicken. Like it smelled like – and I was like, oh. I have a really bad gag I'm reflex. sorry. Oh, here we are. Welcome to the podcast with Franz Gag <laughs> reflex. That could – I'm not oh, going to – Oh, no, don't. Anyway, so I pull out. I'm like, oh, my God, that's sort of – and it was fine. I'm sorry. Look, she is. She's throwing up. I'm not throwing up. I just have a really, really low – uh, and guys, this is what you tuned in for. <laughs> 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 
prank yeah. gagging on Jimmy. You pay twenty bucks for this, I'm yeah. sure, if you could. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> we could do a whole straight <laughs> while she's still going. Amazing. Oh, keep going, keep going. Uh, anyway, so I get it, and I just head. put it straight in the bin, obviously. And so that night, when I see him, oh, he's still going. <laughs> That night, I said to Jimmy, "Oh my God, you won't believe what happened this afternoon." I put him to put something in the microwave, and did you did you cook some chicken for your salad last night? And he went, "Oh yeah." (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, guys. She really is gagging. Should I stop? You have to hear the punchline. Anyway. So he, um, I said, did you make some chicken last night but forget to get it out? He goes, oh, my God, I did. I forgot to get it out. And I said, oh, well, I used the microwave this afternoon and it was there and, you know, I figured that that must have what, what been what happened. He goes, what did you do with it? And I said, I put it in the bin. And he went, what do you mean you put it in the bin? There was something wrong with it. Oh, sweet mother of God. No. <laughs> Six-day-old barbecue chicken that's been sitting in a hot microwave. Now. You know what? I reckon he would have no, if I'd let him. No, no, no. My favourite, like me cleaning out the fridge, I can't do that if he's home because he will. What's wrong with that? What's wrong with that? And once, to, and that gene frightfully has carried on to my son because oh, he, cause he, he's even, my eldest one's even worse. And one day I was getting him to open, keep the door of the fridge open because I kept on closing on it and I had the bin there and I was just throwing stuff away because I'm really rancid, clearly. This is, this is what this sounds like, that I've got a really rancid fridge with lots of really off food in there. And Didn't there was, you just have to get a new fridge? Now we, we know why. Now we know why. Yeah. The mould had glued it shut <laughs> and gag for me. Go, go, go. No, no, no. Anyway. Um, so Max is holding the fridge open for me and I'm pulling stuff out of there and there was a bag of grated parmesan and it had literally like a teaspoon in it and he goes, hey, hey, what are you throwing that out for? I said, it's nearly gone, it's all finished and he was like, he pulled it out Opens up his mouth and pours. He did. And pours the rest no, of the parmesan. I am never coming to your house again. I'm never going to you my people, house what's again. What's wrong now? with you what, people? This is what being frugal Nobody does to you. Nobody eats parmesan like that. No, they do. They do. <laughs> they do. My children. My, my yeah, they do. Doesn't uh, Max also work in a cafe where they give him old cake? They old oh my cakes god, that he hoards. Well, he well. works at Zarathas up on um, the Gold Coast. Um, he works at. Should I say he works at... He's uh, a barista, He's a barista. He's very proud of that. He's a barista at the um, Benoa store. Ask for Max for your (laughs) creme brulee chino. Uh, Are you going to say for a discount then? I was going to be like, no! no. Um, And, you know, when it's the end of the day and he's got... They've got food that they, you know, haven't sold and they're going to throw... And Max will just come home with his bags of food. And I'm like, anyone want a marshmallow... Croissant. <laughs> sure. Jimmy's like, brilliant, Jimmy's bring it up. Like, literally, it's like the, the highlight of their day when Max has the, the close of shift, end of day shift. And it's like Santa Claus walking through the door. <laughs> Quick, there's, there's old food. Zarathas, you don't even have to pay my son anymore. Just give him just food. Give it's him day old croissants and yeah, he's, as happy, he's as happy, as a a, happy as a clam. <sighs> um, okay, so I'm going to, can you wrap this up? Because I still feel like I'm going to be nauseous. We're just going to get Fran a bucket. Uh, once again, can I just do a shout out to Fran? We just got through twenty minutes without swearing. Congratulations! Well done. Well done. Not without vomiting, nearly. Not yeah. without vomiting, and um, we will require wine. But um, hopefully, we'll be back if we haven't 
taking you to hospital. We're back for episode four. Episode four of the Flawsome Mum podcast. If you Don't. would like to follow us on uh, Facebook, we are... Get your head red. <laughs> we are the Flawsome Mum on Facebook. I'm sure there's a classier way of saying that. I haven't quite found it yet. And I think on probably iTunes or something you could find us. Oh, on what? Oh, on subscribe. subscribe. That's the word of the day. You can subscribe to follow our podcast on iTunes or Omni. Mm-hmm. Yeah? Anywhere or anywhere you find great content, podcasts. And just Google on chicken. Google gagging on podcasts and there you go. And there's Franny's beautiful face. Thank you. Uh, yes, so subscribe and follow and bye-bye. Bye. Everything. Bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.